0: I've been doing this podcast since September of 2012 and boy are my lips tired. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And we're very hopeful that Neo Positivity is going to be joining us a little bit later here on the show. I, we know he wanted to be here. It's just a question of whether he can join us. He's Currently in a place where Wi-Fi is a little hard to come by, but uh, mm-hmm. we're going to give them a chance to kind of pull that together. Uh, also, Dan and Alex will be back next week at this time. Uh, they decided since we're going to have so many people here, they figured well there'll be too many people on stage, so we'll just kind of limit it this week because we got a special guest brought to us by Neo. This is Donna mm-hmm. Ferguson from Unique Vibrations, the Unique Vibrations Coaching. Um, I don't even know what you call it. Is it just unique vibrations coaching? I don't know if there's a more formal name than that, but uh
1: No, I call it a many different things. Well <laughs> okay. Depends right. depends what the purpose of uh you know where we're at. But you know, unique vibrations coaching collaborative.
0: Collaborative, yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Many that things. <laughs> so anyway, thank you. Welcome to the program. We're glad that you're able to take the time to join us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and uh you know, I, I as you know, we love this kind of show because it just brings so much out, whatever drops in. So I'm looking forward to see what happens today. So am
0: I. That's the way it is every show. I'm always looking forward to see what happens. Even if I know what's going to happen, I still look forward to it because I don't know what's going to happen all the time.
1: That's it. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Yeah.
0: So anyway, you got to give us a little bit of a background, a little little bit of an overview of who Donna is and what Unique Vibrations is and how that all came together. So give us the the potted biography, as they say.
1: Sure. So um, Unique Vibrations actually was a very conscious decision after running a previous uh, business, uh, coaching business. I wanted to rebrand, but I wanted to be really conscious because I was really stepping into the – you un, un, well unique vibration side of things so uh,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> so, hence the name and um you know i just everything was very conscious every decision i made around naming the business the colors of the business which are purple gold and white um so purple being a very spiritual color um and then bringing together exactly what that is. And, of course, there's been so much growth during the time that Unique Vibrations has been here. So, you know, I'm always changing things up, always tweaking websites, always redeveloping, reinventing, whatever it is that we need to reinvent to be in the space that we're in. And I guess I came to the line of coaching because my background when I was 21, and we were just talking off camera, I uh, went through a marriage of domestic violence, and I came away from that knowing that there was more to my life. That what you know, I know we choose the steps that we take. We were just saying, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the steps that I chose to take that led me to that relationship. Um, you know, we all have choices in life, and it, regardless of whether people think they choose that journey or not or that path, um, it's definitely the choices we make that that put us there. So um, I look back at that now going, you know, I'm so grateful for that because it's turned me into being able to do what I do. It's given me the lessons. It's provided me with a lot of information and knowledge because I went on a journey of learning and education after that. Um, but didn't realize I needed to do the internal healing. Hey, you know, we all we all forget about that side of things. It was just, oh no, I'm done with that. I, I didn't talk about it for 40 years. Oh my! You know, I didn't openly. I talked about it with people who would bring domestic violence up because they'd been through it in sure. a conversation. Which is safe. I, I didn't. Yeah, I never openly talked about it for about 43 years.
2: Wow! Yeah.
1: So when I did, interestingly enough, when I first openly spoke about it, was on a global live stream, um, keynote speaking. Um, well, event. you don't mess it. So,
0: do I mean, you just correct from quiet to, <laughs> okay, world, here we are.
1: <laughs> well, that's my biggest story I've got. I might as well go with that. <laughs> <laughs> um and I guess you know there was still a lot of work for me to do and as you know what we work on ourselves daily. Oh, yeah. Um we don't stop there. So um you know that that work I continue to do every single day. I mean I was just reading some I ams that I that I've got working for me at the moment. Um I write my my uh goals in a affirmation structure. Um you know, I listen to my meditations. we do, we all work on ourselves every day because if we don't, we stop growing. So how can we help our clients? If we get to a certain level and stop learning, then we can't help them anymore. So, and plus it gets those creative juices
0: going, which I love. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. That, that's where what we call your daily dose of happy comes from. Because you're when you're doing the creative stuff, you're in your high vibe place. That's a really good place to be in. Yeah,
2: know. yeah. By, by the way, i got to tell
0: you something. Alex Standy, who's one of the two co-hosts, she and Dame Magena normally do the Thursday shows with me. And Alex's color is purple. So she would be absolutely over the moon over the fact that purple, gold, and white are your color. She would just, like, love that one.
1: Oh, Alex, you and I need to connect, I think. <laughs> have a conversation for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good stuff there. I also loved how you were talking about how, it, how important it is to keep doing that internal work. I mean, we talk about that a lot, but you're right. It's the first thing that we skip, isn't it? It's like, well, I yeah. don't have to work on myself. I am I mean, I just, all I have to do is, oh. you know, assume the wish, the feeling of the wish fulfilled. There's nothing else to be done, you know, and if it doesn't show up, well, that just means I'm broken.
1: and look for a very long time I didn't believe I needed to keep working on myself but like I said you know I was done it was like oh yes that's happened that's gone but you know suppression of expression creates physical forms of disease in our body like anxiety which then turn into depression which turn into well you know I Interestingly enough, I know a lady who does a lot of, um, I forget the the actual work that she did where she she was educated, Um, but I think I've got a feeling she's got a nursing background as well and um, she was caring for her brother and she literally watched him. Um, fall apart with cancer because she said all that he was suppressing over the years of, you know, growing up and, you know, their their home life as children because of their culture, um, he suppressed a lot of stuff. She said, I literally watched him eat away from the inside out. And so in some cases it can develop into things like cancer. Sure. You know, um, which was – you know, I, I've heard that many times before. For years I've heard that from, you know, mentors and people who really study, you know, the signs of suppression and the, what happens with our feelings and emotions when we do that. So yeah, 100%. I, you know, it was like a load off my shoulder and I literally, when it was finished and I went and sat down, I was so emotional that I'd shared that journey because it was forty years of suppressing mm-hmm. what I hadn't said. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, this is it's, um, it's you've really got to keep healing. You've just got to keep doing the work. Otherwise, there's always something that comes up. Always something. It's like, mm, where's that coming from? Look at it. it it's simple for, for us now because we do practice that every day. But for people who don't understand it, and don't know how to do that. that um, sometimes make gardens.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure, yeah, <clears throat> great thing to do. A uh, couple of people in the uh live stream, first of all, Leslie's been posting, Leslie is uh, one of our more devoted followers these days and uh, also a recent graduate of the Taya Bootcamp. I don't know if you know what Taya is, it's uh, David Strickle's um, oh, yes. Yes. program. And uh she, she was noting <clears throat> also that Golden White is part of the Taya Wealth Pyramid, which is true, so, yeah. yeah i just saw that
1: comment actually yes
0: and then amory is in there too hello amory i just saw amory a little while ago we were doing a power of eight group meeting so good to see you too um i love leslie's phrase too the multi-dimensional toolkit that's a good phrase that's really good really what we're developing here on a day-to-day basis with all the different things that we learn to do all the practices yeah multi-dimensional toolkit
1: Yeah, I, and I think that's really important that, you know, we look for new ways, you know, because as leaders it's important for us to understand all facets.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, you know, understand um, to have some knowledge of because we're coming in contact with these people all the time. So for us to actually say, yes, I am aware of that or I, I know um a little bit about that we can have that conversation with them with a better understanding i think as well so yes we don't need to know everything um we don't well, we're need constantly to know learning.
0: i mean that's who, that's what we do we're learning all the time you know that's, yeah, that's exactly. what it is to be alive
1: yeah but it's good to ah oh, hello me i just popped in. <laughs> uh, looking forward to that the... oh my
2: goodness <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear! I just it just popped up. I was like, "Oh, there he is!" <laughs>
2: <You two laughs> are like,
1: oh. <clears throat> so is Neo. He's amazing. Like
0: he is. He's I'm a so family.
1: grateful to him. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since <clears throat> well, for me, ever since he joined the podcast, he does Fridays with me and Debbie G. And uh, mm. the he he brings a layer of I don't even know how to describe it. Real spirit is the best I can say. It's the best way I can describe it, because he is a very spiritual being, but he's very real, very down to earth. I mean, there's no it's not airy fairy with him. And yet your average person who learns about what is he does and and thinks and and focuses on could easily say, oh, that's all the airy fairy, you know, woo woo stuff. But with him, it isn't. He's he he is just like hardcore real in the way that he does it.
2: So yeah,
0: Neil Neil says I'm sorry I couldn't be there today. We're sorry you can't be here in the flesh too, because I know you'd have amazing things to contribute to the conversation. But that's right. We'll do it again sometime when you can. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. As long as (laughs) you, as long as you're enjoying yourself, Neil, wherever you are, I think that's that's important.
0: (laughs) Very true. Very true. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and you're right, Walt. He does bring a different dynamic to the group. You know, I myself like to keep things simple and so I speak English when I speak to people as well. You know, um, I don't use a lot of the terminology because I feel like there's such a wide audience out there that you want to, whoever's listening, you want them to understand what you're talking about and not do all the woo woo stuff. You know, like you can, there's a time and a place for that when you're surrounded by those people you can speak that language um but but i really feel that it's important for us to communicate the most simplest way for many to understand you know what we're saying instead of going into it's when you go into uh you know if you went walked into a laboratory and they started talking all their scientific um Mm -hmm. facts and figures they'd be like now hang on a second just let's slow that down and bring it back to english that's Um, right yes
2: (laughs) because i don't squiggle
1: (laughs) no and and you know what the average person doesn't understand that so if people are just starting out on their um spiritual journey they want to understand what you're talking about. Otherwise they're going to go, oh, that may, you know, I don't get that. I'm just like, and they'll hear it again and again and again. And it's like, oh, now I finally get it. But it might be 10 years down the track, um, which when they can speak the language. And that's why they say, you know, sometimes when you're talking to people, you can be sharing information and somebody will finally go, oh, my gosh, I get it. Thank you for speaking in that way uh, that resonated with me. And with my clients, I'm the same. You know, sometimes people will say, I, I don't get that. I'm not sure what you mean. So I'll say it another way and they'll say, mm, hang on, I just still don't, because we've got audio, kinesthetic and, you know, um, all, all these different ways of learning that sometimes I have to do it all three or four ways for people to actually go, oh, now I understand what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Well that's part of what uh, being on coach is, isn't it? I mean it's it's learning how to speak the language of your client.
2: Yeah. Because everybody has sense. their own
0: internal and external language that they use. And mm. I mean most of us use English, but nevertheless, English can be different things for different people.
1: Oh, absolutely right? it can. Yeah. yeah.
0: So <laughs> yes. you know how do, how do you speak English or whatever language it is that you speak, how do you speak it? What what yeah. the words do you use? What thoughts do you use? Of course, thoughts are a big part of the whole thing. What's your emotional that's range? What you know? That's what, Neo.
1: What Come on do? in.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thoughts
2: become yes. things.
1: Things, Absolutely. and so they do, don't they?
2: They certainly um, do.
1: You know, I was talking to somebody the other day who, <clears throat> there it was really interesting because um, you know they they were. Not in a good place. Um, they've got some stuff going on. And he was putting across that he was okay, but then something would come up in his language yeah. and I would say, hmm, interesting, you know, and um, he'd say, yes. You know, I've read this book, uh, I think it was called The Power of the Mind or uh, Power of the Mind, Um can't even think who the author is now off the top of my head. Um, But, you know, when he was saying that and I was saying there's so much more to you that I can see, feel and know, Um, it's just a matter of managing the little things that keep cropping up for you because eventually they become big things or reality. So that's let's important. let's have a look at that,
0: you know? It's interesting too how often stuff like that is it, it it can seem obvious from outside and in inside it doesn't seem obvious at all. No, I mean I was no. I was telling you we, we we were doing this uh uh power of eight thing offline um yes. of today, and having a great time doing it. Really, really cool stuff. And I, I won't go into the details because <laughs> that, that's you know personal to that particular group, but one of the things that that we were kind of generically talking about was how we as human beings are able to say, ask each other a question like, you know, do you have any traumas in your life? And the other person will say, oh no, there's no traumas. And then you find out that they're alcoholic and that they uh, just recently were in a traffic accident. And, uh, oh, by the way, they were beaten up by their spouse and like no traumas, no traumas at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, and and I can relate to that because I didn't have any trauma in my life 40 years down the track. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't think so. It was all down inside.
2: Yeah.
1: So that, you know, and interestingly enough, when you start bringing that trauma up and releasing it, you know, I've had stuff come up. I was like, holy what? <laughs> like, what is that? I didn't even I didn't even know. Like you were really young when it happened. I was like, mm. I don't. E- I didn't even remember that. Like that was so deep that I had totally forgotten um, that that even occurred or that even existed. You know, whatever it is, and it's like, oh, I re- I need to do some more work on this stuff um, because it just it, it's literally like the onion. You're unraveling those layers and every time you release something, there'll be something else that comes up whether you think there is or not. Uh, It'll be a thought. It'll be an image because, you know, we recall so much in images and it'll be like, oh, what is that? Like what is that image? And then you'll start thinking about it and then the recollection comes.
2: Mm-hmm. The event
1: comes, the experience comes, the thought comes, the whatever it was that happened um, will come through. And then it will, you know, then you've got to work on that.
0: It's an unraveling process, really. It's a process and of like pulling on a, a thread and then seeing how much thread comes out and where the thread oh, comes. Pff- <laughs> Right?
1: Absolutely. I was watching something the other night and this lady knitted a swimming costume and uh, I think she was in England and I thought mm, this will be interesting you know <laughs> when she got up to go swimming right and so <laughs> And it, yes, it happened. Uh, she, she went to come in and, and there's all these threats. Oh
2: no. And,
1: and it didn't stop. The whole thing fell apart. Oh no. So that's literally what you can bear all, you know. Yeah, right. You literally can bear all. <laughs> um, and that's what we have to do when we're going through the heal, healing process. We have to bear all. And be totally honest with ourselves because at the end of the day, if you're not, you're only lying to yourself or you're only making something, something else Mm -hmm. to yourself. You know, other people don't really care what the truth.
0: It's a process, isn't it? Because it's not like, it's not like you expect to unravel the whole yarn all at once. You do it in stages. You do it in pieces
2: partly Mm. because
0: that's, that's how we can handle it. Because yeah. we, we can only handle a certain amount at a certain, you know, period of time. And partly yeah. because that's just the way it comes out. I mean, very, very rarely does the whole wall of yarn come you know, rolling out all at once. That's pretty yeah. a rare, event, right?
1: Absolutely. Very rare, very rare. And I'm just reading Leslie's uh, comment here. I saw that on the news last night mm. in, in the snippet that I watch. Um, I didn't realise she was an Aussie and she's down there in Tasmania and yeah. yes a, a horrific, horrific story that they they were talking about last night. So um yes, deepest condolences hurts. to you, Leslie, because uh it, it's affected so many people down there.
0: She's asking everybody that way too.
1: Yeah. And you know, um Tasmania's had their fair share of tragedy over the years. Mm.
0: Um
1: so this is just something else.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: yeah.
0: And no matter what the situation is, and obviously that's a pretty traumatic situation, but no matter what it is, what I would like to remember is even the most traumatic situations lead to rebirth of some kind.
2: Oh, of course.
1: It does. Um, very hard to see that when you're, you're in, at, in that absolutely. moment. Yeah. You yeah. See it. No. So, um, on,
0: I mean, when I, especially when I'm not directly involved in it, I like to try to. Re- to kind of fast forward a little bit. Where, where can it get to? That's in a, a happier place, a, yeah. a higher vibration place, place of healing, a place of love, place of joy. Because ultimately I know that I, without having to do anything, just by focusing my attention on those high vibrational spaces, when thinking about somebody who's gone through some tough stuff, that energy is getting to them. I don't necessarily yeah. know how it's getting to them. But I've learned it actually does get to them, really. Yeah. I mean, not not yeah. just making it up. Like it really actually goes there. So yeah, that's what I'm
2: trying yeah, to it
1: yeah, it does. It does. And um, you know, some very occasionally you'll see it when um, something tragic has occurred, and the parents. I, I'm thinking of a specific event in Victoria a few years ago where. Um, children were killed as they were walking down the street and um, the family just straight away you know held no um, anger towards the person you know they lost nearly their whole family I think they had four children and two cousins were there and they lost three of their children and one of the cousins. So, you know, it was a big portion of their family and they just continued to hold no anger and, you know, it, it was one of, you know, they just say it was one of those things that happened and, you know, you can't change it. It's like that's in the moment that this happened. at. I personally don't know if I could have a conversation like that in the moment.
0: Oh, Um, it's a testament to them. of just. Oh, uh, 100%.
1: Yeah, 100%. And that's what I mean. Like very few people are capable of being able to hold that space Mm. in that moment. So, yeah, most people, majority of people, I would say 99.9% of people, actually need time to heal through that yeah and go through the grieving process and anger's part of that usually Mm
0: -hmm. so Mm -hmm.
1: you know it is a great testament to who those parents were
0: but But actually what you um, just named though that was an interesting thing because um yes there is a grieving process there are steps to it interestingly enough i've learned through direct experience it is possible to kind of short circuit the process through love through the power of love Mm. Um, And I I can give you a couple of examples from my own life or from my wife's life, actually, Um, about, uh, let's see, when was it? I I think it was like four or five years ago, her stepmother passed. And it it was one of those interesting relationships because when her stepmother first came into her life, um, they were at loggerheads with each other for a long time. But that relationship completely flipped around. So by uh, by the time Ruth passed, they were in a really good place with each other. But after she passed, Louise was kind of feeling, um, the loss of it in the sense that she used to call her on the phone every Wednesday and then she couldn't yeah. make the Wednesday calls anymore. And, and when that realization really hit home, I mean, she, she broke down, you know, she was in tears, all that kind of thing. And I'm there in the room and I'm thinking, okay, what can I do to help her? And I didn't know what to do. Uh, Which is kind of odd, because she's a psychotherapist. You would have thought thought I would have picked things up by now. But no, I had still no idea what to do. So I I just went with the first thing that came to my mind. I mean, I didn't have any reasoning to it, no thought process. I just went over. I sat in front of her on the floor, took her hands in my hands. So I'm like on the floor. Her hands, my hands are on her knees. And I said to her, tell me what you love about Ruth. It was the only thing Mm -hmm. I could think of to say. Yeah. And her whole face in about a 10-second span, shifted from grief to light coming on to thinking mm. about it. And then she starts talking about it. And after about two or three minutes, she said, you just basically short-circuited the entire five-step grief process. Congratulations. <laughs> I said, no, no, you did it. I just gave this thing <laughs> <laughs> to
1: I just gave it- facilitated it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, And then
0: I got another example Another opportunity to do the same thing with her sister's husband when he passed a few years back. Mm. We went to visit them and and, went through the funeral and all that kind of stuff. And then we're, we're finally past, and, and this is like a full Catholic kind of situation. So there was the, the, the full wake, the full funeral. There was all that stuff, which personally I find to be overwhelming. But nevertheless, we got through all that. We finally get to the part where, okay, we can have something to eat. You know, the family are all together in this one place, and mm-hmm. every, everything's kind of decompressing. And I found myself sitting next to Lee, Louise's sister. And I hadn't had it, much of a chance to even interact with her, she was pretty much wiped out from the whole thing, quite understandably.
2: Yeah,
0: and and I thought about what had happened with Louise, so I figured I'll try it again, see what happens. As luck would have it, I barely knew Joe, her her late husband. Really, the only time I ever met him was on our wedding day, where he was the MC, by the way. <laughs> and that was the only time I ever got a chance to even talk with him. It just it was wow. that's, it worked out. So mm. I, I pointed out to her, I didn't really know him. And I, I, I reminded her that was about the only time I ever saw him. What was he like? Yeah. And it was the same thing. Her face the lit shift. up. The whole thing mm. shifted over. She, she just immediately fell into the mode of love and mm. she started telling me about him and about how she, he made her laugh and how they met and all those, these mm. things that happened. I mean, it's, it's like this whole, this whole cavalcade of stuff came pouring out of her. And when she was yeah. then, she was like five pounds lighter. And all I did was focus on love.
2: It's
1: interesting how you literally see that shift in people's faces yeah. as well, isn't it? Like, regardless of what it is that, that is going on, when you can speak to them, I mean, speak to them, and they just really get it or change or shift or transform or you know whatever word you want to use for that it's like you they stand taller right they walk straighter
0: yeah the glow the comes lines
1: down. the lines disappear from their face yep. like exactly. instantaneously isn't it yeah. it's,
0: it's it's so fast that's the part that's really mind-boggling to me how quick it is
1: yeah i mean yeah. You're,
0: like moment and then all of a sudden there's this huge emotional shift. And I mean, you know, losing a spouse, that's pretty severe. And oh, to have that happen in, in the midst of that, like, whoa.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. my goodness. Yeah, that that's it. You know, my mom, well, I lost my dad this year. And, um, you know, I talk to my mom very regularly that we're not in the same place. You know, she's mm-hmm. a number of hours away. And um, it's interesting because... You know, I listen to her talk, and whenever, whenever there's a moment, you know, we just lift through the laughter or a saying that he would say, or and she just, you know, you can feel it on the phone. She just picks herself up, and um, you know, it's. I don't know if my sisters can do that with her. Or if it's just something that her and I have a different bond where we're able to, you know, connect on a different level. I guess we all have our bond to a certain extent and um, that differs between siblings. But it's just interesting that, you know, she can just lift and you can feel it lift. Um, And sometimes you can even hear it, you know, from... She knows it's me that's calling, obviously the number comes up and she's, she's like a whole different person, like you can just feel the energy that, and I'll go, are you okay? And she's like, yes, I'm good, like, but you know, um, what you, what were you doing when I called, you know, and then it'll go into the story, but she's like, she lifts. Mm-hmm. And um it, it's such a nice feeling to be able to help her through that, so.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. yeah. Well, you must yeah. get that feeling a lot because you, you're a coach. You work with clients. Your goal is to help people get into that space so that they can do their oh, healing yeah. and get, get, you know, get the kinds of results they're looking for in their lives. So you, you probably experience that with some degree of regularity, I would think.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, to see that. Just that's what I mean. You see them, they they suddenly sit taller, they stand taller, they walk taller, they you know, they're speaking a different language all of a sudden. There's a different oh. sound and tone in their voice, and you know, um,
2: happened, you man? get
1: some wonderful, wonderful Does testimonials from clients, don't we? And it's just like when you read, I don't ring know if anybody butt, can see this what, or
0: not. I'm not sure if she froze or I froze. I had a uh, an incident yesterday where my internet kicked out, and I'm hoping that didn't oh. happen again. So I'm um, going to keep talking just in case I am on.
1: Yeah, I can hear you, but you are frozen. So, I have a good signal um, here.
0: I think it was just Donna getting knocked offline here.
2: No.
0: Well, no. all right. While we're waiting for her to reconnect, what? yeah, it looks like she's going to do a reconnection here. There. Are we back again? I can I can see you. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Ah, I hear you now. There we go. Okay.
1: Oh, <laughs> I've got a very still image on the screen, though, Walt, for you.
0: So one of us froze up. I'm not sure which one, but that's all right.
2: Mm.
0: We're back. That's the main thing.
2: <laughs> that's it. Hello, it everyone. It could be me, because
0: <laughs> yesterday, it, it could be at my end, because yesterday, in the middle of the show, I had, I had uh, two co-hosts yesterday, and I got completely knocked off the internet and I didn't have a power outage or anything. I don't, I'm not really sure what happened to be honest, but uh, yeah,
2: wow. it's here.
0: We're back again. So I don't know, maybe they're doing repairs in the area. I, I don't know. But Oh
1: yes. That could be the case too. Really yeah. Mm. But
0: anyway, we were talking Sorry. about uh, uh, that, that feeling of, of what happens when when you are able to help somebody get that higher vibe feeling.
1: Yeah. And you know, We have the privilege of being able to read um, experiences that we've given our clients, you know, and when you read that, it sometimes can be very overwhelming for us that when they put it in words, when they've taken their time to actually put it in words, sometimes it can be I, I know there was a shift with this client, I know that we changed their life, but, wow, we changed it to that extent.
2: Yeah. It's, it's exciting, you know,
1: isn't it? It is so exciting. And, it you know, I feel really blessed that we have the ability to do that.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: You know, I think we're really blessed that we have the ability to facilitate change in people um, because of what we know and what we've been through. But also I think... Um, you know, people are uh, connecting with who we are because something in us resonates with them. Right. You know, there's an energy exchange because everything's energy, right? It doesn't matter sure. what it is. Oh yeah. Um, so, so we have this energy exchange and, you know, I've just done a massive change in, in, um, in what I'm doing and, I've got to thank Neo for that. I have to thank Neo for that because
0: a couple okay. of weeks
1: ago when yeah, when we were having a conversation, um something came up and I'm about to make a big announcement actually, which I love uh, <laughs> on on what I I'm doing. Drum, right. I
0: can do like a drum and a trap in the background if you like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um oh that was quite hard. <laughs> so yes, I I am, um, you know, changing up something that I'm doing um with my coaching because I really want to take it more down the line of law of attraction. Um uh-huh. even though a lot of the coaching that I do is structured around that, I want it to be more visible. Uh-huh. And so um Yeah, I'm doing a bit of a pre-launch at the moment on social media about Law of Attraction, and then in January I'm going to literally be launching um, a new challenge that I'm going to be doing, a 21-day challenge. So Mm. I'm really excited about that. Um, And then uh, next year as well, later maybe uh, about mid-year, maybe May, um, I've looked at my dates, and it's going to be around May. I will be holding a summit for the Law of Attraction um, Yay. summit. Yay! In Australia, so um, of course I'm looking for great speakers, great, uh, great people who are already on that path. And um, I guess the announcement's out now. The secret. All <laughs> very good yes i'm very excited about that as well so it will be bringing all that together talking to people um i've got some big names i'm writing up in my scripting at the moment as well so um yeah i'm really looking forward to that but yes i'll be reconnecting with everybody and just going, hey, guys, you know, is this something you're interested in? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love you to be part of it. well, I'd love for you to be part of that as well. Oh, thank um, you. And, yeah, we'll just, uh, I just, I can't wait actually to get that underway. But I'll probably work on that more over the Christmas, New Year break. Perfect. I'll focus on that specifically. Well, I'm still having some downtime. <laughs>
0: Downtime? What's that? No, actually, I do
1: know yeah. what that <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to take about 10 days off, and I'm literally uh, now I've got this, you know, summit that I want to bring together with, with speakers and start reaching out to people. So, yeah, I've got my list. I know who I want. Um, Like I said, there's some big names in there as well, so I'm looking forward to that
0: exciting oh my goodness yeah thank you for making the announcement here we feel privileged
1: yay so thank you neo for putting that idea in my mind
0: absolutely uh, i love
1: that yeah, keep me posted yes we will leslie definitely yeah. think we should connect to being aussie gals
0: absolutely yeah <laughs> no doubt about that <laughs> so um i wanted to go back a little bit if you don't mind uh because sure, early yeah. on well, before the, the, the show and then also after we got started, I asked you a little bit about the background. And you told us about how um, you were in an, an abusive relationship. And mm-hmm. I don't remember if this part you said off-camera or on-camera, but you made some reference to how you you basically took ownership of it. And I really want to mm. hone on that because that's a big deal. That's a very, very big I, deal. I mean, we live yeah. in a culture, right, where where victimhood is a huge part of that culture and you refuse to think of yourself as a victim and i, I first of oh, all I'm I, not. That. I totally applaud <laughs> you for that and secondly i want you to just talk about how you got to that place
2: mm.
1: yeah um it probably took me a lot longer than i would have wanted it to because...
2: Of course, uh, we want that personally.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, well, first of all, I was an adventurous type child. Um, so, you know, I was always doing things, getting in trouble. <laughs> you know, the creativity was coming out at a very young age. And, um, sure. you know, I, I found I was always getting in trouble for... You know, not being home on time or going to places or ending up in places that maybe I shouldn't have been, Um, just purely because I wanted to know, you know, what's this, where am I going, what would happen if, you know, and and they're great questions to ask today, what would happen if, if I do or if I don't. Um, and so, you know, I went through high school and high school didn't really interest me that much. <laughs> um, I, I was more interested in life and what was going on outside the four walls of a schoolroom. room. Um, you had a few million so, other people, I think. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: um, and, and, you know, we're told to stop. You know, daydreaming and stop looking out the window and pay attention. And did you listen to me? And then we get a report card that says easily distracted, or you know, you never, or, or, or the te, or the teachers saying things like, oh, you know, the, she's never going to do any better than this. And we carry right. that report card syndrome oh, through yeah. our life, right? Uh, Bob Proctor talks about this heavily, and uh, you know, for me, it's like. Well, you know, suddenly we get to understanding law of attraction and universe, and you know, um, all that goes on around us, and being aware, and we're told to suddenly start using our imagination again. I'm getting a bit off track, I think, too. Um, so, you know, these things happen. But anyway, so as a as a teenager, um, you By know, the way, I, part I was.
0: space around here, things go off the traffic all the time. I mean, every <laughs> actually leads to the next road, so we're good.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh we can come back to that. Um That's so right. you know as a as a teenager I was very adventurous. I wanted to go well I was probably past the adventurous stage and really wanted to get on with life and you know meet boys and <laughs> you know That's I was weird. going to the pub at 16 and you know instead of 18 here in Australia um uh, much to my parents disgust and I'm I was probably not meeting the best kind of people, but you know I was hanging around a group of people, and you know all of this was my choice. I made these choices,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and of course, then I met this person that uh you know I thought, oh, he's really different, you know bad boy sort of look, and oh. uh, he was definitely a bad boy
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know and, and it led me to that relationship and so mm-hmm. You know, they were choices I made. I, I, I probably did it partly because, you know, I wanted to experience more than, you know, the, the safety of being around people that, you know, our parents thought were good for us.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, get
1: the safe job, have the good relationships,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, all of these things. So anyway, I ended up with this person and, It moved quite quickly and, you know, anybody who goes through domestic violence will know in hindsight that the relationship moves very quickly towards controlling and taking you away from all your friends and family. Mm. And, of course, this occurred. So, um, you know, a month, 28 days after our wedding, I woke up in the middle of the night just shocked uh, mm-hmm. startled, didn't know what was going on, uh, didn't know what was happening and then as I you know, after a few minutes of trying to get my bearings and know what was going on, I began to lay back down as the fist came across and I thought that's what woke me up which wow. went on all night. Um, I was in and out of consciousness. I didn't know if I was gonna live or die. Yeah. Um, you know, and and that was you know, that was that particular night which was the beginning of it all and it was less than a month after we got married and it was two days before Christmas. Mm. So, uh, you know, I couldn't go home. I didn't want to spoil everyone's Christmas because I was considerate against, you know, what was, would happen if I turned up. I didn't recognise myself in the mirror, so how would my parents know who was knocking on the door?
2: Sure, yeah. So,
1: um, you know, but these are steps that I chose to take to put me in that situation. When I left that marriage with my daughter, I left um, uh, when I went to a job interview and I, this was my first sign of uh, being guided, I suppose, and mm. I just came down the stairs and there was no thought. Like I had no thought whatsoever. Somehow I went in the opposite direction, jumped in a taxi, went to my mum's work. Um, didn't even have a dollar in my pocket to pay for the taxi, so I had to borrow that off mum when I got there. So, you know, the whole story of what domestic violence is about. But mm. then what happened was um, you know, I knew there was more. I wanted more in my life and I knew I wanted to help other women, but of course it wasn't talked about. It was a very private affair. So right. the more I tried to connect and work that out, the less I could do it. But I believe that comes from energy and, um, you know, the energy that I hadn't done the healing, I hadn't done the work, but it took me probably 20 years to literally get on the path of, you know, being in, in a network of people who were motivational speakers or inspiring speakers or keynote speakers that had been through some sort of experience and shared their journey. Mm. And for me, that was the beginning of it, and um, you know, that's when I really started to do the healing, I guess. Uh, sure. But still, not to the to the extent where I knew I was healed. Um, it wasn't until I really came across the human behavior and paradigm shifts that Bob teaches um, that I really understood. And this mm-hmm. is what I was saying before. You know, it's about the language. You can talk to many people, but if it doesn't resonate, then there's not a lot you can do. Um, we hear things many times over for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, the The first the first time is, you know, if we hear it twice, we hear it the first time because uh, we need to hear it, and the second time because we haven't applied it or shared it. And then we consistently hear it because there's something we're resisting against in that message. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, for me then, when I began that journey, I connected with some amazing people and began that my true journey probably at 45
2: years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So many years after I went through domestic violence, But that was when I started to really get it. That was when I knew there was something different. I think that was about the time that The Secret came out, um, Uh, Rhonda Byrne, mm -hmm. um, you know, and we all sat there going, oh, yes, I want this. It's all going out to the universe. But I've since become very aware that the law of attraction is a secondary law, not a primary law. It's the law of vibration. (laughs) That actually mm-hmm. is the primary law, which, mm-hmm. you know, we all connect with because it's through that vibrational energy of where we need to sit and develop. The yeah, law of
0: attraction is basically the effect of what happens when you have a law of vibration. It's what, it's what comes yeah. out of it, so to speak.
1: Yeah. And I know these days, like instantaneously I can sit in something and within an couple of hours with some things it's here
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i'd get fascinated by that sometimes i'd really try and test it you know
0: sure why not
1: <laughs> yeah and have fun with it like people Absolutely. think it's hard work but it's not hard work
0: you, you must and have so read the, really... uh, you must have read the pam grout books E squared knee cubed the experiment books no. Oh, no, I have to gotta, gotta check those out. You'll love them. They're, yeah. E squared and e cubed are the two books by Pam Grout, and uh-huh. they're, each one is a collection of ten very simple experiments to do to basically validate for yourself how the law of attraction works and that it works. And and they're they're brilliant experiments. We actually did a few of them here on the show last spring. We were just talking about this uh-huh. offline actually earlier today um but uh, Cindy Chavez and Monique Scott and I uh did a few of them and on one of them I don't remember which experiment it was but you were supposed to um imagine something you wanted to happen within 48 hours and interestingly enough the two of them both decided they wanted to hear from somebody they hadn't heard from in over yeah. 10 years
2: yeah. but they wanted
0: to happen within the 48 hour period for me it was a different thing i wanted to have something uh, happen uh with my financial life. And that also became a very interesting story, but I'll leave that one aside for a moment because the really fascinating thing for me is both of them got their wish. Both of them got contacted by somebody they hadn't heard from in many, many years. And it led Monique to be manifested right off of the show. She ended up changing careers, leaving the show and going off. So an experiment done here on the show took her off the show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't that incredible? love that. Yeah, yeah. Me by too. the way, for
0: Monique Scott fans, she is going to be back for at least a couple of weeks starting next Tuesday. So you'll be able to tune in and uh check her out uh, yes. for at least next Tuesdays. So that's gonna be really cool. But uh yeah Absolutely. Just, um, that's good. amazing. But check oh. out those books, they're really really good. Really, really fun.
1: Yes, I will, definitely. So um, you know, I think and that's the important thing that people forget. They forget that they can have fun with this work. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when when we're when we're sharing with our clients, you know, to do things and there's always the clients that, you know, think, oh, I don't want to do the homework or not the homework, because it's not homework, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um but they don't want to put any time and effort in and expect the same results. And um you know, some of them just aren't ready to change, to see see how they can change their life. And there's others at some, that... At
0: some level they're, they're, for somebody like that, and I know because I've been in that space, I think there's something that we, we basically don't make a connection, and the connection is the yep. energy we get, is, get out is directly proportional to the energy we put in. So if we aren't going to yeah. put the energy in, we'll get the energy out. But we kind of skip that part, right?
1: Yes, yes. And we we feel like it's going to happen anyway. I don't have to, you know, I don't have yes. to do the work. It's going to happen. But what else aren't they doing their work in? What else are they um, not prioritizing in their life? Because really to live a life of choice is a priority. It's your birthright. Yes. You deserve it. And, yes, there's some things that you have to do, but, You can use as much energy to live in a space of positivity as it can take to live in lack and scarcity.
0: It's a lot easier too.
1: And, you know, so no more energy takes the same. So Mm -hmm. why would you not want to lift yourself into a space of being positive and living a life of choice and freedom and, you know, financial success and, and abundance and, you know, all of the things like, Literally, walk outside and look at the abundance around you. Mm. That costs nothing, takes mm. no energy because you're walking outside anyway. Right. But take note.
2: Noticing. Really
1: feel that. Um, you know, know what it is. You know, some mornings I just sit and watch the birds dropping in the the trees and their honeysuckle trees and I'm pretty sure they're drunk on the pollen by the time I get
2: to see them, <laughs> them
1: because they're all, all over the place, but it's watching how that happens and their behavior and, you know, then I walk down to, um, the jetty and I get to see the fish in the ocean and, you know, the cycle of that from, you know, when they disappear, obviously gone to spawn and then they come back and, you know, there's all the little ones but there's the next size and then the next size and then, you know, all these fish that that have, there's all these different sizes and variations and then all of a sudden there's nothing and then all of a sudden there's the small,
2: mm-hmm.
1: very tiny fish and the cycle starts again. And, right. it's you know, watching that. And breathing that in—that's abundance.
0: It's appreciation too. That's what you just described was a cycle of appreciation because you appreciated Absolutely. every step along that route.
1: Yes, and the gratitude, like gratitude, forgiveness—they're two of the first steps mm. to creating law of attraction and manifesting what you want in life. And that's the first two days of my twenty-one
2: day challenge. Oh, okay. We have a little. <laughs> so, a little foreshadow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: are you fishing, Walt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, they're really
0: talking about fish. So I guess I am fishing, really, when you think ah, about it. there we
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about elevating yourself, you know, through forgiveness and through gratitude, and you know, really. But it's such an interactive challenge. They will literally walk away after twenty-one days. With things they've already manifested.
0: Yeah, that's always because of
1: what I teach them. Yeah. um, And what I show them. And that's great. You know, I I also have hypnotherapy behind me. So, you know, I do processes through this as well.
0: That's really um, interesting to me. I I know more and more people from uh, either the hypnotherapy camp or from the LOA camp who are kind of blurring the line more and more people are combining the two together and here you are another one who's doing exactly the same thing yeah. and I, i'm the sense that i get is it's almost like you're amplifying the power of both by combining them together am i right about that uh, 100%
1: right. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent right
0: hundred percent
1: yeah it is a power because you can teach people as much as you can but when you implement timeline therapy or a process of self-belief or process of um, abundance and prosperity or success or self-image, they open up to a whole new level themselves because they begin to believe in themselves. Just talking to people and t- giving them um tools and techniques and strategies to use and processes to use isn't going to always connect with everybody. Mm -hmm. Some people need to feel. And that's what I bring in with the hypnosis. We get them to feel.
0: I would say everybody needs to feel. I know I can say that Mm. from personal experience Mm -hmm. because for the longest time, literally in my life, Up until probably age 50, I really did not believe, first of all, that I could feel on any situation. I thought there were a lot Mm -hmm. of situations where there would be no feeling at all. But even more importantly, I thought all feelings were outside of my control. It was was literally a knock-me-over moment when I considered the idea that I could actually choose a feeling and actually pull it off and then get a different result. That just blew me away because that was not what my experience had been. My, and yeah. that's not what I've been taught for years and years and years. Mm. I had been taught to be the recipient of whatever the latest instruction was from whoever the latest authority was. And it, it wasn't up to me. It was not my choice. It was not. <laughs> and to find that I actually had the power to choose my, my yes. feeling, that, I, I could actually. Mm. In a situation that normally calls for tears, and I could feel joy, or I could feel anger, or I could feel you know excitement, or I could feel something else other than what was prescribed for me, that was eye opening.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an it's incredible, and you know, and again, this comes down to the all the different ways that people learn. Mm. Um, some just won't connect to their inner self unless we can take them there. And that's why I implement that into the process as well. So very exciting, very exciting. I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah. And, I, you know, there'll be more Law of Attraction implemented into my current coaching program as well. So, um, you know, I'll be working on that more um, during what the structure of, of that one is. So... I'm just very excited exciting. for it. Yeah,
2: it sounds great. It, it's
1: exciting. like it, it's like I suddenly found a space to live in, you nice. know. And, and it was literally after my conversation with Neo, mm. I suddenly felt the shift, and I was like, "This is my space. This is what I'm meant to do." And yes, that that will that will probably change again, you know, as yeah. I grow. Sure. Oh, um, yeah. But now I'm in this space of joy and happiness and comfort and not comfort zone. I'm very much out of my comfort zone. <laughs> um, but comfort and, you know, um, this is when I, I've, things are manifesting quicker as well. So it's like, ooh, this is like, yeah. I'm really living in in spirit. That's,
0: nice. that's where
2: I feel I'm at.
0: Yeah. Hey, before we run out of time, I got to make sure to uh, put this out there for people who are interested in that 21-day challenge that's coming up, starting in mm-hmm. January, or or if they just want to reach out about the unique, unique vibrations coaching, how do they find mm-hmm. you?
1: Uh, they can find me on my website, which is www.uniquevibrations.com. They can email me, Donna, at uniquevibrations.com. I'm on all social medias, so Facebook under my personal name or my business name. Instagram um, is under, I think it's, I just had to change my account. I got taken off Insta. I don't know why. Um <laughs> just suddenly had no account um it's now i think donna oh i can't even tell you off the top of my head you'll find me i look like this (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) I, i think it's donna unique vibrations or a variation of that somewhere but you will see my picture come up um linkedin of course so um, well, have, I'll make sure that I include me. the
0: uniquevibrations.com here on the, uh, in a link on the de- description here. So anybody listening to this podcast will be able to just go to the description yeah. to find
2: it.
1: And I do everything online because my purpose in life is to help as many people as I can live a life of choice, step them into their own power and bring to them whatever it is that they want, and you can only do that by doing many, you know, all over the world. So if it's not even for them, if it's somebody they know that they think might be able to use it, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, send them
2: through. Absolutely.
0: Well, Neo, thank you very much. If you're still listening, thank you for sending Donna here. This has been wonderful, a great conversation. I and Donna, it. thank you for taking the time to join us. I mean, this has been really very enjoyable. And I mean, as usual, we have our Daily Dose of Happy. We have so much fun doing these, but you just bring <laughs> that in. It's great. It's a wonderful thing. So yeah, thank you for making the time to be with us today.
1: Thank you so much, Walt. Thank you. And thank you to Nia, yeah. I mean, he's he's uh, been a great connection for me. And, um, you know, I'm finding all these new, wonderful, exciting people to join forces (laughs) with as well. So I'll definitely be in touch about my summit as well, Walt, because I really would love to have
2: you there. As well. thank
0: you very much i, I appreciate yeah. that very much and i also appreciate our live streamers and i especially appreciate our podcast listeners everywhere because as i like to say so often without you i wouldn't have a podcast thanks so much <laughs> we'll see you all next time here on LOA today goodbye everybody
2: Bye.